everyone, it's time for Vanish Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pico Stanis. This is episode 199, season 8. Today's date is February 14th, 2023, and happy Valentine's Day, everybody. On today's show, uh, coincidentally, I'm going to talk about Valentine's Day candies for businesses that have vanished in Chicago. <laughs> so this would be interesting. Also, I'll do a wrap-up of past posts on my Vanish Chicagoland Facebook page. On Facebook, of course. So it'll be an interesting show. Okay. Uh, Right now, the program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Listerine. Uh, And this is here's an ad from the early 1970s. Here are two actors uh, you may recognize. So after the commercial is played, I will tell you who they who they are. And uh, you might not recognize the woman. You might recognize the man or either or one or two or the other. We'll see. Okay, so sit back and enjoy, everyone, and I'll be right back. Thank you. We ask Vinnie Plumeri what he thinks of the taste of Listerine. Listerine? It tastes... Cool it, Vinnie. Well, we ask. Yeah, you gotta be tough to take that taste, mister. Tough? I use it. Sure, it's got a tough taste. That's why it works. Kills germs or can give you lousy breath. If you got lousy breath, even the fastest wheels in town won't get you to first base around here. Oh, Vinny. <laughs> Listerine antiseptic. It's got the taste people hate twice a day. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Listerine. This is from the... Uh, early 70s mid 70s uh the people who are in this commercial i will reveal right now are act actor um that is it's actor mandy patinkin and the woman in the commercial uh believe it or not is gilda ratner <laughs> she's talking that funny voice you wouldn't recognize her immediately yeah so it's them uh Two wonderful performers, uh, Gilda Radner from Saturday Night Live. Uh, unfortunately, she passed away from ovarian cancer in 1989. Uh, we still miss her. Uh, Mandy Patikin, still alive. Uh, act, he's acting off and on. Uh, he, uh, he's a wonderful, wonderful man. Uh, he used to live in my old neighborhood in South Shore. And uh, he had prostate cancer, but he's doing okay, just like me. So that's a that's a cool commercial. Listerine is still around. It's not very tasteful, you know. It's medicine-y, uh, but it's, it has improved. It's got other flavors, but it still works. It's a good product. Just you know, remember Lister Mint. <laughs> I used to like that. That was in the late seventies and early eighties. Uh, as before, I get started with the show. I'll give you one quick thing about my health. Uh, this past few days, I've resumed walking, but not on my driveway. I walked around my neighborhood. Yeah, I really did. 
went like four blocks. You know, I spent, I was gone for about half an hour, 45 minutes. Felt nice. Not a brisk walk. So we'll see because the weather's cooperating. It's very nice. And uh, then it's going to get cold on Friday, uh, like 30. Well, that's a shame. But that's okay. It's one day. So uh, I'll see if I walk today. I'm a little busy. I'll have, something's come up and I got to do something. So uh, I'll try. I'll do my best. Okay. At the beginning of the program, I said I was, this is what the, uh, the topic of the episode will be. Is Valentine's Day candies from businesses that have vanished in, in Chicago. I'm going to talk about me my memories of uh, seeing those on store, uh, displayed in front of stores or when you went into a store, department stores or independent stores, drug stores, you name it. So let's get going. So let me start with my earliest uh, memory of that. Uh, I think it was when I was, uh, about probably in the early seventies when I lived in the Roseland neighborhood in Southside, I used to see those display in Gately's people store. That's a department store on 100, on 112th street of Michigan. Also, uh, they were, there was, uh, at Kresge's, remember that, uh, SS Kresge's and company that turned into Walmart. Or Kmart, excuse me. Ooh, don't mean to offend that. Yeah, it turned into Kmart. I also saw them at Kmart, too. And uh, they had them on display. They had the heart-shaped ones, of course. Red with the ribbon and all that. And uh, so when you went inside, I don't know. When you went inside the stores, there's that smell. It's, it's, I don't know, that candy smell. You know, like you uh, most, uh, if you go to the candy department. Also, Sears uh, had a candy department as well. Uh, I remember when I went downtown with my mom, uh, when the Sears store was located on uh, State Street by the corner of, uh, let's see, Congress, Van Buren and Congress Street. I remember seeing that. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a good memory of that. Also, at Woolworths, they sold Valentine's uh, Day stuff all the time. Cards, candy, flowers, uh, not real flowers, maybe sometimes real flowers, but plastic ones, or well, why not? <laughs> and uh, sometimes candy was brought in at school, in grade school. You know, we always had a Valentine's Day, uh, you know, a special day for that. Uh, I think the teacher would bring candy and we, she would share it with us, and we used to write cards. You know, to each other, it was like that. Uh, I got, I received a couple. I was lucky. <laughs> Let's see what else. Okay, and then when I moved to the other neighborhood in Ashburn, uh, it was at Fort City, and I used to see, used to see those at Woolworths, uh, Montgomery Ward, J.C. Penney, which is still there. <laughs> Any uh, Weebles, they had their own candy. Uh, they had they had a place called Candy something, Candy Town or like that. That was uh, I don't know if it was at Fort City. I think it was the one on State Street. And uh, let's see what else. 
uh, what, uh, there was a candy store called the Lemon Drop in Fort City. I'm sure they had Valentine's Day candy there, but they, they sold candy all year round, and uh, it was a cool store. It really was. It was very nice. Let's see what other stores were there. Uh, that's what the, well, that's about it, basically. Uh, but drug stores that I remember when I was growing up in the 70s. Uh, of course, Walgreens, they still do that. But also, let's see, Super X Drugs. They had uh, Valentine's Day. They had a big display of that. Yeah, it was in Fort City. And the two drugstores in my neighborhood were uh, Crestline Drugs. That was on 79th Street and South Pulaski. And also uh, Edwards Drugstore. I don't know if they had a Valentine's Day display. Maybe. Maybe they did. Maybe they sold uh, Valentine's Day. Oh, you probably did. You probably did that. And... Uh, you know, and let's see what else. Uh, also, there was two independent candy stores uh, that I could think of in my top of the head. One was Dove Candies. That was at 60th Street in South Pulaski. I think they did sell that. And Cupid Candies. Uh, they have a factory and a store on Southwestern Avenue on the south side. They had stores all over like in the 50s and 60s, uh, but then uh, there was then it downsized to about a couple. The, the most uh, well-known one was in Oakland on 95th Street, uh, east of Cicero, and that, that was there for a long time. And also one in, I think, Tilly Park or Orland Park around there. Uh, they, they clo they've been closed recently. The owner died, and I don't think the, uh, the son, uh, not the son, I don't know who, one of the kids didn't want to continue. But Cupid Candies is sort of continuing in somewhat, somewhat way like that. But Dove Candies, no. And it came, but the Dove Bar is still around, you know, with the ice cream, with the chocolate covered. You know, I love those. Oh, those are good. But I think Dove Candies, the little ones, you know, the chocolate, they're real rich. You know, they come in dark chocolate as well. Oh, that's delicious. And uh, other can uh, other candy companies that mostly in Chicago were uh, Dutch Mill candies. Uh, they were very popular uh, for a long time in the Chicagoland area. I think they went out of business around in the seventies. Sort of remember. I never went to a store like that, but they did advertise Valentine's Day a lot. Also, there was Andy's candies. Uh, they had a all over the, the Chicagoland area. And uh, there was one location. There's a picture that's circulating on the internet. That's at 63rd and Halsted. That's in the Inglewood neighborhood. And of course, they had uh, downtown locations. But the Little Andes candies, you know, the mint ones, they're still available. Like that. Also, there was uh, Demet's candies. Uh, they were there for a long time. Uh, they had the turtles. Uh, they had uh, ice cream. They served ice cream like that. Also, Dutch Mill served ice cream at one of their stores downtown. Uh, I can't think of anything else. Um, so uh, some are summer around. Some are not. Mostly are gone, but some are some remain. You know, the funny thing about Valentine's Day candy is, like in the old days, uh, you would take a bite. They won't show which one it is. <laughs> You would just take a bite and go, ugh, and you put it back in the box. 
it's kind of disgusting. <laughs> but now they, uh, now it's like uh, they have a map or uh, like a list, and they show what in the picture of each candy what it, what kind it is. Also, Fannie Mae is still around. A uh, long time ago, it stopped production briefly, then it returned because of the public outcry. So uh, thank goodness for that. Uh, my favorite are uh, Melt Mint Aways. I love mint. Oh, I love mint. Those are good. I, I have a box right now. <laughs> it was uh, given as a gift. Uh, a Christmas gift for a friend of my brother's. So that I try not to eat them every day. I eat them like every other day, maybe one or a couple of days, you know, because they're, they're delicious, but it's fattening. So uh, let's see. So I can't think of anything else right now of uh, Valentine's Day candy. So of course they advertise uh, on TV, you know, with Hallmark, with the Valentine's, uh, Valentine's Day cards, a uh, big business. Big business comes. Uh, flowers are big business as well. You know, guys buy it for their sweethearts, their wives. You know, and that's kind of cute. It really is. Okay, right now I'm going to play a commercial. Uh, this is a commercial for Woolworths Valentine's Day Valentine's Day sale, and this is from 1987. So sit back and enjoy, and I'll be right back with the rest of the show. Thank you, everyone. Welcome to Woolworth, where there's always something worth shopping for. Every Valentine will love these hearts and flowers and loving thoughts expressed ever so beautifully with Buzza Gibson cards. Or one pound assorted chocolates in heart-shaped satin boxes, now $4.99. Mon Cherie chocolates even sound romantic and taste good, too. They're just two for $3. And as you shop, stop in at our restaurants where we are featuring a cup of Maxwell House coffee for $0.10 cents when you purchase a patty melt platter for $3. At Woolworth, where shopping for values is a tradition. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Woolworths from 1987, the Valentine's Day sale. Wow, a patty melt. <laughs> I haven't had a patty melt in a long time, especially from Woolworths. You know, remember Harbor, Harvest House? It was at Fort City. Oh, they had good food. They had the Woolworth Grill at Fort City. A lot of people from my own neighborhood remembered these places. And it was, it was a great place to hang out. The food was excellent. I remember their hamburgers. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, the Harvest House was a cafeteria. Very nice. You know, not, not a cafeteria type. Well, it was, but, but it was a little comfortable. <laughs> like that. It was right next door to Woolworths, of course. Anyway, right now I'm going to talk about my past posts on the Chicago one on my Facebook page on Facebook, of course. So let's get started. Uh, somebody sent me some ticket stubs from movie, from uh, movie theaters and they're from the 1980s on the South side. And the three, and there were three of them. The three were uh, Chicago Ridge theaters. That's still there. I go to the movies sometimes there, but it has been changed because it's a stadium seating and it's very comfortable. I love it there. It's very nice. Also, uh, the double drive-in theater that was on Southwest Highway. Also, uh, not also Southwest Highway, but it was Columbus Avenue in Chicago, right next to Zare, Wisely uh, Grocery Store. 
Uh, went there a couple of times. Also at the Evergreen Theater uh, at Evergreen Plaza and 95th Street and Western Avenue in Evergreen Park. That's kind of cool. Yeah, so it was very nice. Uh, that guy sent to me. I couldn't think of his name. <laughs> but he asked me just to go ahead, just post that. You know, please do. And, uh, and I said, thank you. It's very appreciative. And then I, I posted a picture of Bob Bell. Uh, of course, he played Bozo the Clown on Bozo Circus for many years. It was, his birthday was January 18th, and I found a picture of that. So we so I celebrated his birthday. It was an, uh, a rare photo of him. You know, he's standing in front, is, you know, he's just leaning against the bleachers, and he's resting. And that just took off, you know. That was like, whoa, that was like, but it was in black and white, so that was kind of cool. It's kind of nice, like that. And of course, the memories came, and people remember going to the show, waiting for tickets, didn't get tickets, and on and on and on and on, like that. Okay, next post we have is. Uh, I found an empty uh, soda can. It was a yummy uh, soda from Jewel Foods. Remember that? Uh, they had the yummy cola, yummy root beer. This one is a cream soda. A lot of people like the cream soda from Canfields. But uh, the one from Yummy, they like uh, black cherry. They missed that. They said it was excellent. I never had it. I wish I did. Because, uh, it sounds good. I like black cherry ice cream. Like that. Let's see what else. Oh, I found a menu from the restaurant. It was called Car the Carousel in the Sky, and that was at the Mor located at the Morrison Hotel. It was on the corner of Madison Street and, and Clark Street. Remember that? And uh, they said it was a very a nice place. It was on the penthouse. It was beautiful, like that. And uh, once. And I believe the uh, hotel was torn closed about in the mid '60s, and they tore it down. And that's it's gone. I think right now is the Thompson Center. I could be wrong, but I think yeah, I think it's the Thompson Center. Let's see what else we got. Uh, oh, I posted a photo. This is a video arcade from 1982. Oh, those were the days when you went to a, uh, like for Aladdin's Castle. I went to the Wizard of Games at Fort City for a while and play video and play video games. I had an Atari at home. Uh, the three games I had were Space Invaders, uh, Asteroids. I think I had Pitfall. I think, so. I think my brother had that. I played, uh, that's the only three I remember. Uh, Pac-Man. I didn't have it at home, but I did play it uh, at the bowling alleys, uh, Scottsdale Bowl on the south side in Chicago, and also at Fort City Bowling Center. They had Pac-Man there. I played for a while while I was in college or started Carl, uh, when I was at Daily College, and I hung out with my friends. So that, that's a fun, that was a fun time. I liked that. I really did. Next photo, uh, next post, that is, I posted a photo of the entrance of the water uh, the marshall fields department store water tower place now you know times have changed and uh you know uh then it turned into macy's then it's gone and then a lot of people are made some rude comments as always 
So um, I deleted it all because we want to remember what it was back then. Hopefully it, it is filled. Uh, I think it's the Harry Potter display and they have the Dr. Seuss there, but uh, they need a they need an anchor store like that. They, they were supposed to bring a target, but that deal fell through. But there's a couple of, there's a couple of targets around the area, you know, in, in the water tower place area. So this this one was from 1975. A lot of people loved it. Uh, water tower still I haven't been there in ages. Not I think about maybe 20 years. So uh, it's still in business. There's still stores, but it's not the same. But you know, retail has changed. People shop online. It's this generation. They don't want to get up and exercise or browse which is not healthy. I mean, I love to browse. I like to look around. I'd rather buy something. If it's clothing, I'd rather buy it in person, not by Amazon. Suppose it doesn't fit. You got to send, you know, pack it up, send it back. That's a hassle. Oh, paint in a butt. No, thank you. <laughs> okay, next photo I posted was a, a photo from the Chicago blizzard from 1967. And this was, uh, it looks like it's from on Sheridan Road up on the north side. It's kind of, kind of nice. Uh, I have a video on my YouTube channel under my name. You can enjoy it if you like. Uh, it's kind of, it's kind of nice. And people, the memories just come in. You know, I I've said this before many times about my memories because I was about three. I remember the whiteness in my living room. When I lived in South Shore, but, and my mother told the story where she was cooped up for about a week or two, you know, and uh, she made her own bread and uh, got enough. Thank God my uncle's store was about about a half a block away. So that was uh, that was rough. That was really rough like that. So everyone has a story when there's a big event like that. Okay. Next up. Uh, I posted a photo of the checkout lanes at a Zare discount store. Uh, it's not a location, but remember it was very color, very colorful. If you remember with like that, and uh, remember Zare very much. I miss the store. It's kind of nice. They had uh, they had everything you needed, uh, reasonably priced sometimes, <laughs> but uh, just went away, just like Venture. You know, I remember the Zare at uh, on West Columbus Avenue, right near the next door to the Double Drive-In Theater. There was one on 111th at Cicero. I didn't go to that one much. No, not really. Okay, let's see what else. Ah, I found a photo, in, <coughs> excuse me, in the Chicago Tribune. It was a picture of the of a man, he was the president of Chicken Unlimited Enterprises, so he headed Chicken Unlimited. Um, his name was Kegem Yeragosian. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, this was from January 28, 1973. Uh, the chicken was good. There was one at Roseland on 111th in Michigan. Excuse me. Got some water? Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was kind of cool. I didn't know who owned it uh, until when I found the photo last month. And uh, he lived uh, he lived on the southwest uh, suburbs. And uh, 
what, what country is from? I, I don't remember. Uh, so he started him and his brother. I think they had a hot dog stand, and then they just and then they then they started the business in the late '60s in Chicago. It was a big hit. All overall, a lot of people loved it. They still miss it, you know, with the Wamburgers and all that. And uh, locations popped up everywhere. And uh, their sons, I believe, owned uh, what's that? The Red Tower Record Store in Orland Park at the uh, Orland Square uh, Mall. That's what I was told. I think it was uh, they did. It was there for a long time. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. So uh, that was kind of cool. I heard he sold the business after that, and then that disappeared, which is a shame. Okay, let's see what else. Um, um, doo -doo -doo, doo -doo -doo. Um, I found a card. <coughs> That features uh, the disc jockeys from WCFL AM in uh, 1000 in Chicago. And this was in the 60s, and uh, this was kind of nice. And uh, the DJs they were uh, had were Jerry G. Bishop, Joel Sebastian, uh, let's see, Dick Williamson, Jim Stagg, Bron Ron Britton, and uh, let's see. Barney Pip and Larry Lujak. Larry Lujak worked there for a while. And uh, that was an interesting station. Someday I'll talk about this station because uh, that, that was legendary and it's historical and uh, very memorable to most Chicago listeners. So that was kind of nice. You know, I found that. Okay. Uh, next up, I found a matchbook. From the Silver Silver House Restaurant. Oh, that restaurant was at 82nd Street in South Pulaski in my old neighborhood. I used to go there quite often. It was like a diner, not a diner, family restaurant. They had good food. Uh, so uh, right now it's a Mexican fish place, fish restaurant. I heard it's very good over there. Um, believe it or not, when I posted this... Uh, photo of the matchbook the owner sent me a message he says thank you for posting this <laughs> and he was in greece uh, yeah i think he's in greece yeah so his son is still there and uh i said you're welcome so i was going to ask him do you have a menu of this restaurant that'd be kind of cool i would love to see a menu i don't know if he i don't know if he does i have no idea so I'd be kind of, who knows? Maybe someday I'll ask him. You know, I'll ask him. And he can send photos. And I'll post it. And uh, a lot of people from the old neighborhood went there uh, all the time. It was 24 hours. You know, just like the White Castles on 79th Street on Pulaski Road. And uh, so when you hang, you were out and about on the weekends or on a Sunday after church, or for go out for dinner that was the place to go that's kind of nice it really was i miss the place i really do next up i posted a brochure from the 19 uh, from 1988 it was the shockwave roller coaster from six flags great america in gurney and 
this was not uh it wasn't at first i put marriott's that was a big mistake for me because that changed in the early 80s and shockwave didn't last very long some people claim it was a good ride but then they got cricks on their necks <laughs> and <laughs> all kinds of stuff i never rode this i've been to uh, i've been to great america twice i rode the demon I rode that, uh, the roller coaster, but not the shockwave. I, I saw the shockwave. I saw it when I went there. I did not ride it. Thank God nobody asked me to do that. <laughs> that was fine. Okay, the next photo I have is uh, it's a photo of two boys in their living rooms playing a video game. Atari, of course, I noticed their joysticks, and there and there was an on TV a subscription box on top of the TV set. Oh, that was cool! You know how on TV it was introduced in '79 or '80, I think. Well, I think uh, in Chicago it was introduced there, and it was on it was um, broadcast on Channel 44 WSNS TV, and it started from seven o'clock until. Two o'clock in the morning, and then uh, then there was regular programming, and it, it lasted about nineteen eighty. I'm saying eighty three, eighty four, and then it went bye bye. And there was Spectrum TV, which was on channel sixty six. It was WFBN, later changed to WGBO. That lasted about eh, a year, year and a half. Was competing like that. That was from Minneapolis. Uh, it was the same thing. You know, you paid uh, to watch movies unedited. And uh, of course, you know, and on TV, they had adults only <laughs> late at night. So you try to you, you scramble and you try to unscramble and you try to watch. Oh, that's a, a funny memory of that. It really is. Okay. Next up, uh, there were some photos from the Ford City Bowling Alley, from the, from the Ford City Bowling Center, that is, excuse me, located at the Ford City Shopping Center in Chicago. Uh, the photos were provided by Bill Slusarisk. I'll pronounce his name. That was kind of cool. This is right before they closed. And when they were posted on my Ford City uh, Mall Facebook group, I was, oh, these were beautiful. And I remember the the alleys, also the red pin, and they had the telephone. So when the red pin show up in front of the pins, you would call someone from the counter and you say, I want to, you know, there's a red pin. So he, the whoever was at the counter would keep an eye on it. And if you hit a strike, you know, when you bowl a strike, you get a free game. I did that a couple times when I went there bowling. That was fun. It really was. And uh, I remember the, there was a picture of the pool tables. Then the video uh, video games came. Yeah, I remember the pool tables. I remember the lockers. You know, they were, I think they were color, very colorful. They had different colors. Like that. that was a fun place. Uh, the bowling alley closed in late 88, something like that. That's oh, a shame. That's too bad. That's the one sport I'm somewhat adequate in. <laughs> Besides pool and maybe a little miniature golf. Others, no, forget it. I won't go into that. Okay, let's see what else. Ah, another picture of WCFL AM. This one was a radio, uh, this was a station wagon, 
station wagon featuring the logo. And this was at a parade on State Street in 1960 in front of the Mandel Brothers department store, which eventually becomes Weebolts. And they look kind of nice. And uh, so uh, that was a, that's a nice photo. It really was. Uh, I don't remember Mandel, brother, Mandel Brothers or is it Mandel? I don't know how they pronounce it. Uh, because uh, I wasn't born yet, but th that department store was there for a long, long time. And then Weebolts moved in. It's at 1 North State Street. I had a job there one time about uh, 10 years ago. It was at the Weebolts uh, building. I only worked there briefly. Uh, it's a long story. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Let's see. All right. The next photo I have was uh, on February 5th was uh, National Weather Person's Day. And I found a TV guide uh, from the Chicago Tri Tribune TV Week, and it featured Harry Volkman. He was my all-time favorite weatherman. Oh, I loved him. He was wonderful. He really was. And uh, a lot of people liked him. And also, he talked about other uh, people in the weather, other meteorologists like Tom Skilling, John Coughlin, John Coleman, P.J. Hoff from the late 50s and early 60s. Oh, he was great. You know, Jerry Taft, Jim Tillman. Yeah. Wonderful men. You know, they were, they were, my mother was crazy about Harry Volkman. He really, she really was. She liked him a lot. I talked to his son, Eddie, from time to time. He's a good guy. Nice man. You know, he, he follows me on my social media accounts. I talk to him. I say funny things. <laughs> He's funny. I, I like him. So that's good. Okay, let's see what else. Um, what do we have here? Ah, I found a menu from Henry's Hamburgers. Remember that? Uh, they were in the Chicagoland area not very long. Well, Quite a while, you know, like in late 50s to the early 70s. Uh, people love their hamburgers uh, better than McDonald's. Uh, the locations, uh, you know, to tell you the truth, I never went to one. I wish I did. Uh, there was one on 79th Street what, uh, in Cicero, in this, in, uh, right in the corner. Uh, the corner is Burbank in Chicago. Uh, a lot of people remember the one, uh, a lot in the north side. There was one on Fullerton and Central. One that was on Western Avenue near Belmont, right across from Riverview Park. They remembered that. Yeah. So I wish I'd eaten there. I wish I did because I'm a, I'm addicted to hamburgers. I love them. They were my favorite uh, food of all time. <laughs> you know, I, but got to be careful like that. Okay, let's see what else. Let's see what we have. Ah, Ron Santo Pizza. Pizzeria, excuse me. I found a sign of him. I think believe this, he, this was located in Park Ridge, Illinois, on Northwest Highway. Uh, he had a location in Rockford, also in Kankakee. I don't know how the pizza was. I've never eaten it. Uh, they, were, they were sold at Wrigley Field, and uh, he went into business. Uh, I think he opened a chicken rotisserie place later on. That's what some people said. I was, I'm not sure. I don't know. 
But, uh, you know, in the 60s, this was opened in the mid-60s, and pizza wasn't popular. It was popular, but not as today. So I did that because of National Pizza Day. So uh, Ron Santos, was a good, he was a good man, very nice man. And uh, I guess, uh, I don't know how long it was there. Maybe, a, I don't know, a few years. That's it. I don't know. Also, uh, Bert Bacharach died a few days ago. He was 94. And I found a, t a concert ticket. He performed with Dionne Warwick from, 19, from Ju July 13, 1991. He performed at Poplar Creek in Hoffman Estates. A lot of people miss this place. They really do. Well, he wrote classic songs that are still played on the radio, still listened to. You know, very talented man. Very talented indeed. Also, I found some three wooden wooden toys from Children's Bark in Town. You know, they, some have the stickers on them. You know, you know the the Toy Star that is. Uh, the one with the locations was there was one sixty third and Cicero. There's a few on the north side. There was one on ninety second and Commercial in the South Chicago neighborhood. I went to that one when I was little, and then it turned into Toys R Us, and then that went away. But now it's returned and it's at Macy's downtown on state street we have a section i hope it stays i hope it does okay let's see what else uh, i think that's it okay i i posted a photo of a cta bus this is the uh, C, uh 56 milwaukee C, uh, bus route and in front of the bus is the bushell ad and of course they had the famous phone number you know, it was Bushell Rugs, you know, Hudson 32700. Three, I'm going to do it again. Hudson 32700. Three, I can't do it <laughs> with that deep voice. The commercial was shown all through the 70s, early 80s. You just remember the, you know, they had the prefix with the letters. So that was shown all the time on television, mostly on Channel 9, Channel 32, during the movies, when you watch movies like that yeah it's kind of nice okay and then uh last one i found a matchbook from the nevada restaurant this was located at 6800 south pulaski road in chicago and uh this was on the southwest side near my, my old house uh, i know the owners uh i know their kids they went to school with me and my brothers uh, that was a great place it was open 24 hours it was just like the silver house the same thing very nice place and uh it was a great place to hang out. It really was. Okay, let's see what else. Oh, that's it. Okay, so that's it for the the past posts of Van Chicago Land. Okay, so that's it for the show. So this, so for episode one ninety nine, I talk about Valentine's Day candies from businesses that have vanished in Chicago. Also, uh, I did. Uh, Past posts on my Vanish Chicagoland Facebook page. Episode 200 is, is coming up this weekend. I will not tell you what I'm going to do. This will be a special weekend. I will post it on my social media accounts what I'm going to do. Still have to think about it, but I have an idea. Okay. So once this episode is posted, it'll be available wherever podcasts are available. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, Amazon Music, uh, Overcast, uh, 
Breaker. Also be on my face on my uh, YouTube channel, Band of Chicago Event Stories. Also be on my blog, Band of Chicago blog, and also on my social media accounts: Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, etc. And so, this is Pico Stanis, your host for Van Chicago Land Stories, the podcast. Thank you again for joining me today. Happy Valentine's Day, and I hope you have a great day. It's a beautiful day. I hope I'm good. And uh, bye bye for me. And here's a little traveling music from Ray Rayner saying bye bye bye. Take care, everyone. So long. We have to go. Bye bye bye. <laughs>